The question is, in today's day and age, how do you protect yourself, your family, and your community more effectively? Well, my name is Craig Gray, and today on the Peace Walker podcast, we're going to answer those questions and a whole bunch more. You're going to learn the power of protection, the art of influence, and the confidence of clarity as you build a protector's lifestyle to live, to protect, and to inspire at a whole new level. As you know, this is Craig Gray, and you are on the Peace Walker Podcast, episode number 23. It's crazy, I tell (laughs) you. Today, we're going to talk about this idea of mental rehearsal, what it is, and why it's so important, especially when it comes to dealing with conflict and violence and so forth. So this idea of mental rehearsal is just this. It's rehearsing a technique or a move, or a procedure, whatever skill it is that you're trying to accomplish. And what you're going to do is you're going to break it down into a set of procedures that's always done the same way, and then you're going to practice it in your head over and over and over. That's the mental part of the mental rehearsal. Um, Obviously, if it's a physical endeavor a verbal endeavor, something that you do, you're going to actually want to not just mentally rehearse this procedure, but also to do it. There is a uh, gentleman that I I know. His name is Gary Klugowitz. He is the guy who runs Verbal Defense and Influence, VDI. Used to be called Verbal Judo by a man named... uh, Dr. George Thompson, and Dr. Thompson passed away a few years back, but uh, Gary took over, kind of took the torch from him and carrying on the verbal judo way, but they call it something slightly different. But anyways, um, if you've ever been pulled over by a police officer and the dialogue that they give you when they pull you over, you have heard verbal judo. Um, Doc Thompson, I had the pleasure of training with back when he was still alive. And um, he was a pretty dynamic guy. He had a PhD in, I think, rhetoric. So Greek, you know, um, philosophy, basically. And he then became a cop. So he was a cop after he was a teacher. And this is back in the 70s and 80s, and what he realized was there wasn't like a, there wasn't a predetermined procedure on how police officers dealt with um, traffic stops and any type of static that they would, someone would give them, you know, any type of, um, when somebody wouldn't comply. So he developed verbal judo at the time. And this episode isn't about verbal judo, although it could be, but it's not. It's about mental rehearsal. So basically what what Doc Thompson did was he created a form, so to speak, that the officers could mentally and physically rehearse. That was this um, constant. It was a, a particular technique that was rehearsed over and over and over again, like a script. Um, 
But that's not really what I was getting at with <laughs> with my example, because I was talking about Gary Klugowitz. He had a quote that I liked, and his quote is, fire talks don't work, fire drills work. And the reason for this is when you are rehearsing something, it is good to go through it in your head, mentally rehearse it over and over and over again. If it is a physical endeavor, then you need to also do it. You need to do it. So not only rehearse it in your head, but actually physically go through the motions of doing it. Like in Gary's analogy, um, you can talk about fire drills, you know, how to escape a building from a potential fire, but you need to do it. So the same thing with this mental rehearsal, right? What you're going to do is you're going to take the skill or procedure or whatever you're going to do, and you're going to break it down to its components. And you're going to go through step one, step two, step three, step four, and so forth. And you're going to run it through in your head, what it looks like over and over and over again. And not just what it looks like, but basically what it looks like you doing it successfully. And that can be for anything that you do, right? If you're in, in one of my classes, it could be a verbal de-escalation strategy. It could be a physical tactic like, um, I don't know, a, a pistol disarm or how to draw your pistol or how to do a hip throw or how to you know clear a room or, or something like this. How to escort someone down to the office how to take someone down and put handcuffs on them. Whatever it might be, whatever the procedure might be, whatever the technique might be, in your mind's eye, you want to repetitively visualize the steps that you're going to go through from start to finish and that you do that successfully. And you'll be amazed at how much headway that you can gain by doing this mental visualization of um, the successful rehearsal of that procedure. It's crazy. Many people don't do it. As a matter of fact, on my Peace Walker private membership, obviously it's an online membership, so there's a lot of video material. And you could, the student could look at the videos, watch the videos, very much for entertainment, and just continue to watch more and more and more and then, you know, bitch and complain that there's not enough videos, which isn't what that site is for. Now, do I get that many complaints? No, I, I really don't. I think I've gotten one complaint one time that somebody said there wasn't enough videos, as if there are over a thousand videos on that site, literally. So as if a, over a thousand videos isn't enough content. But point is... It's not meant just for entertainment. It's meant to train. And one of the first things that you can do to train any of those verbal or physical techniques is to mentally rehearse those techniques. So what you do is you watch the video and then shut the video off for a second in your head. So close your eyes and then go through that scenario in your head with you doing the movements or whatever the form is, step by step, just like you saw it, or just like you heard it. Then, go through those same procedures live. For instance, if it's a, I don't know, let's say a pistol disarm, go through the movements 
like with an invisible partner, so to speak, go through the movements of that disarming process and do it over and over and over again. So you're both mentally rehearsing it as well as physically rehearsing it. So basically, if you go through the steps properly and you do that action repetitively in your mind's eye, visualizing the steps that takes you from start to finish, you're going to be more successful. What you're doing is you're programming your body to act as such. So do it mentally, do it physically. You're going to have a lot of benefits that you gain from doing that. Now, I will say this. If it is a physical practice, meaning that it's something that you do physically, like a fire drill, you need to build the muscle memory, if there is such a thing. (laughs) Well, there is, but you know what I'm saying. I'm being funny. But you want to build the muscle memory, so you don't want to just mentally rehearse it. You also want to physically rehearse it. And then if you have a partner, you can do it with a partner. And then you can set up a scenario and do this scenario. So you also have to learn how to be a good partner so that um, everybody can train more effectively. So there you have it. That is mental rehearsal. And it is imperative for good training to mentally rehearse things and then to physically rehearse things and do it over and over and over again. You can do it alone and then you can do it with partners of the physical rehearsal and you can do scenarios. Um, And this is all before you do uh, free flow things, right? It's good to do free flow things where you don't know exactly what's going to happen, but It's also good to have structured responses. So then, believe it or not, it's much easier to adapt and to innovate and to improvise when you have a good solid structure than it is to just be too free-flowing, not have any any real good structure, and try to, you know, fiddle your way through things. See it over and over and over again. People with good basics, good structure, tend to do better. Very um, consistently. So I'll leave you with this, and it is a quote from Bruce Lee. And this has to do with mindset, the mindset of being a protector, being a peace walker, and not being a victim. Bruce said, when you find yourself surrounded in a room by your enemies, you should tell yourself, I'm not locked in here with them. They're locked in here with me. And this is the kind of mindset that you should have if you want to succeed in life. Get rid of that victim mentality. And that's from Bruce Lee himself. So so there you have it. There's your tip, trick, and tactic of the day. Practice and use mental rehearsal for learning and reviewing skills. So I'll see you next time around, gang. Take care. One last thing before I go. If you're interested in learning how to protect yourself more effectively and finding out more about what this protector lifestyle is all about, what it is to become a peace walker and how that can change your entire life, well, then I've got something for you. I recently developed a new program called Six Day Defense. And if you go to sixdaydefense.com, you're going to get free access to the short little mini course that is going to set you on your way 
to living a more confident, safer, more fulfilled life. It's going to teach you the fundamentals of how to protect yourself more effectively. Sixdaydefense.com. It's all spelled out. And if you have just 10 minutes a day for the next six days, I can share with you some incredible ways that are going to change your life and maybe even save it. Sixdaydefense.com. The question is, in today's day and age, how do you protect yourself, your family, and your community more effectively? Well, my name is Craig Gray, and today on the Peace Walker podcast, we're going to answer those questions and a whole bunch more. You're going to learn the power of protection, the art of influence, and the confidence of clarity as you build a protector's lifestyle to live, to protect, and to inspire at a whole new level.